Hello and welcome back to another episode of Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. But it is singular this week. It is just me, Lauren, today. So I am holding the fort and Dad will be rejoining again next week on the podcast. And it does feel like a really pivotal point of football in general and the amount of craziness that is going on. So I'm feeling a lot of pressure to try and get as much as I can into the podcast today. And so much has happened in a space of a week that I think it's only fair that I start by talking about the European Super League Big Six. Um, This is going to be my, obviously, my natural rant and my rave this week. And then I'm just going to briefly go through the main happenings across the top five English leagues from the weekend's results. So, yeah, obviously, my rant and my rave this week is about the European Super League. Since we were last, did our podcast, this is all kicked off, it kicked off, and then everything just a whirlwind unfolded and then thankfully it is now completely collapsed and the English teams have pulled out but just going back to the whole concept in the first place the idea that these big six clubs from Europe from specifically England, Spain, Italy would face each other in a league that had no promotion, no relegation, there was potentially the chance that they wouldn't compete in their own World Cup matches It was purely for greed. I fear that I'm going to be repeating every newspaper from the last seven days and every pundit. But it was disgusting to see that that's potentially where football is going. So obviously the rant has got to be about the fact that they even had the guts uh, to put this out onto the world platform and to think that people would accept this. I think it's very clear that not one person had a good word to say about it. Not one person um, from this side, from England, had a good word to say about it. And it's also really notable that Germany, they didn't have, obviously as well as other countries, but Germany in particular didn't have a team that was going to be featured in this big six. And why? Well, a lot of the big German clubs by Munich are owned by Germans from within the country. Whereas if you look at our big six clubs, naturally, you know, there's a lot of money coming in from people outside of this country that don't live within England and they don't really see the fans and see how it's run. And it's, yeah, it's it's very interesting to see clubs run in Germany by the Germans, how they thought, no, this isn't a good idea. This, understandably, is probably not going to settle down well with the fans. So, yes, massive rant, but rave the good thing that has come out of this Everton were the first team to call them out and to say this isn't on obviously you know Everton your Leicester your West Ham's are featured above some of those teams in the big six and it's amazing how you know fans players managers in England put all the rivalry to one side and just united to say no we don't want this to happen to our sport Man City and Chelsea were the first two teams to make a u-turn and then obviously the rest followed so for them um it bodes well that they were the first teams to just you know put it out there the fans coming together it's so amazing to see what a bit of unity amongst us football fans and people that maybe listen to this podcast have in the moment to just save the sport at the end of the day put all all rivalries to one side and it's just football as a sport why we love it and this whole league was gonna gonna ruin that so the only thing is, it is it's highlighting, is this potentially where football will continue to go? I know we've stood up this time and we've, we've won as the fans, but there is so much greed in the sport. You only have to look at pay-per-view. That happened. Thankfully, that got overturned. So 
there are situations at the moment where the fans have been able to speak out and we've had the the correct result in the end. But yeah, it has been a mad, mad week. Even Mourinho getting sacked. Is there any point even talking about that? I don't think so. It's just been in the shadows of some huge headlines. So that's my rant and rave this week, all mixed into one, I'm sure me. And Dad will talk about it next week fully. Rounding up the Premier League. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have one match of the day that I thought was the most important or the key match to pick out from each league so I can go through it. So in the Premier League, I've gone for Liverpool against Newcastle. Salah scored within a minute, making it 1-0. But Liverpool never really put the game to bed. And as a result, 95th minute equaliser from Joe Willock to make it 1-1 for Liverpool against Newcastle. So looking at the top of the table, Liverpool got back-to-back draws now, so they're now in sixth position on 54 points. They're a point off West Ham in fifth, and now there's a slight gap now in those top four places. Chelsea are now in fourth position, so they've moved three points clear of West Ham with those three games unbeaten. West Ham have had back-to-back losses as well. So it's looking very, very tight for those top spaces. Actually, also Spurs are only one point behind Liverpool after their win. So they're still in it. But if you look at the gap between Spurs and Chelsea, that is now a five-point gap there. And then towards the bottom table, after Newcastle picked up their point, they're now four matches unbeaten. So they've had a really good April as a month and playing for the manager. So Newcastle's 16th, they're on 36 points. So they've now got a nine-point cushion on Fulham. Below Newcastle, you've got Brighton, who losing 1-0 to Sheffield United would definitely think that is three points slipped. And they've gone four matches now without a win. So Brighton's still not clear. They're on 34 points. And like I said, Fulham on 27. So they are seven points clear of Fulham. West Brom unlucky not to get a win actually against Aston Villa. That was a thoroughly entertaining 2-2 match. They still stay two points now behind Fulham on 25 points. And obviously Sheffield United unfortunately relegated. But really good to see them continuing to keep playing for the fans and getting that 1-0 win, like I said, against Brighton. My ones to watch for the Premier League... There's loads of matches coming up on Saturday at 8pm. You've got Everton against Villa. Obviously, Everton winning 1-0 against Arsenal with that very um, unfortunate goal for Leno. And Villa managing to just about get the point against West Brom the other night. So you imagine there'll be a fair few goals in that one. And a big match for the Premier League Sunday, 4.30pm, Manchester United versus Liverpool. It was a boring 0-0 in the Premier League back in January, but then a week later, it wasn't quite as boring. It was 3-2 to Man United in the FA Cup. So yeah, that will be a thoroughly entertaining match and obviously Man United you know, still 10 points off Man City at the top, so it's not done just yet. But they'll obviously look to just try and keep securing that uh, position of second, which would be a very good result for them this season. (laughs) 
And then rounding up from the championship, well, the main news was the fact that Watford have joined Norwich City and Watford are also getting promoted after their 1-0 win versus Millwall. Fantastic to see both Norwich and Watford bouncing straight back up after being relegated from the Premier League last season. Shows just how uh, high the standard is in the Premier League, the fact that they can bounce straight back up as well. So, yeah, brilliant result for them and brilliant result for the fans. But the main match that I wanted to talk about was Derby against Birmingham. Obviously, two teams right down at the bottom of the table. Derby on a terrible run of form. And Birmingham had a terrible start and they've not had the best season at all but they are finally able to say that they are staying up it was a two win win for Birmingham at Derby and a brace from Jukwitz who scored like they said those two goals so that completely leaves Derby right down it at the bottom of the table they have played 44 point uh, 44 games and are on 43 points five losses in a row Rotherham beneath them have two games in hand and have four points behind them. Likewise, Rotherham have also lost four matches in a row. Um, But then Sheffield Wednesday, same number of points as Rotherham as well. So they're also in touching distance of Derby. You'd think it'd be between those three teams, Sheffield Wednesday, Rotherham, Derby. Huddersfield have got a slight gap now to five points clear of Derby, uh, like I said, at the bottom of the table. It's very, very tight. And my ones to watch for the championship. Tuesday night, you've got Brentford against Rotherham. Obviously, Brentford are now in third, having watched Norwich City and Watford automatically get promoted. So Brentford know that they're going to be, well, fingers crossed, staying in those playoff places and again trying to fight to go up to the Premier League. And Rotherham, like I said, they're you know in touching distance now of Derby County. They've got those two games in hands and they've still got opportunity and their goal difference is better as well than Derby and Sheffield Wednesday so Rotherham have got that chance if they make those two games in hand count to finally get out of the bottom three on Saturday one to watch Swansea versus Derby so Swansea still in those playoff places and some seven points along with Bournemouth and Barnsley and they're obviously wanting to keep securing those playoff places with teams like Reading and Cardiff not losing in a while. And of course, like I said, Derby, it's a it's a huge, a huge game for them. They need to try and pick up some points somewhere. Otherwise, it's going to be a nail-biting end to the season for them. League One, the match of the day that I thought was the one, the biggest one to talk about. Lincoln against Hull. Finally, Hull 2-1 win. It was an 83rd minute Wilkes penalty and they're back up at their first attempt back into the championship. Really exciting. They're a big team and it was, you know, gutting to watch their fall from the championship. Quite a dramatic fall from the championship last season, but... They've done what you need to do when going into League One. It's a tough league and you've just got to try and bounce back up. We mentioned it several times that that's what Blackburn Rovers managed to do. And you just don't want to get stuck down there if you're a big club. So congratulations to Hull City for getting back up into the championship. And my ones to watch within League One. 
on Tuesday, both matches on Tuesday, actually, Sunderland against Blackpool. So those are two teams in the playoff places. Sunderland still haven't won in their last five games in third, and Blackpool are in sixth. Gap there is a five-point gap between the two teams, but you've got teams like Portsmouth and Charlton, um, Milton Keynes, actually, that can all still try and get into those playoff places. Again, that's a, a huge promotion place match. And then also on Tuesday, looking down towards the bottom of the table, Wimbledon against Rochdale. Wimbledon, as of Wigan, finding some really good form towards the end of the season, thankfully. But after their draw over the weekend, they still remain five points ahead of the drop zone. And Rochdale, a third from bottom on 43 points. So they are six points off Wimbledon themselves. So Rochdale will feel like this is a game that they have to win. They've got a game in hand on Northampton and Wigan who are slightly above them. So in terms of the bottom of the table, that is again another huge match. And then in League Two, Morecambe against Bolton was my match of the day and it was a Ben Jackson goal that was enough to seal the three points for Bolton. Bolton against Morecambe going into the match, two teams that are obviously at the top of the promotion places trying to get in those automatic slots. Still Cheltenham and Cambridge one and two, but Bolton after their win now going up into third on 76 points, which means... Morecambe have dropped below them and there's a four-point gap now between those two teams having both played the same number of points. Bolton for the first time moving into those top three places, which is really exciting for them as a team. And ones to watch from League Two as well. You've got Exeter versus Grimsby as well. That match will be taking place on Tuesday night. Exeter, obviously, they're slipped out of those playoff places now. So they're still three points behind Newport, who are in seventh. And they've not won in their last four matches. And then Grimsby, rock bottom of the table. But they won over the weekend, which means they're still six points adrift of Barrow. Um, and they played the same number of games. It's still, still all those three teams, actually, still Scunthorpe, Colchester, Barrow, Southend, Grimsby is still all to play for as to who's going to stay up and stay in survival of League Two. And then the other one to watch from League Two as well on Saturday, talking the bottom teams, you've got Barrow versus South End. I mean, it's huge. They're next to each other in the table. There's a five-point gap at the moment, but Barrow do have a game in hand on South End. So you'd look at it as a six-pointer if they want to try and break free from those bottom two teams in South End in Grimsby. <laughs> And then finally, the National League match of the day for the National League was Torquay versus Notts County. Thoroughly entertaining four-goal thriller, 2-2. So Torquay now moved top of the table on 67 points. And for the first time, they're now gone, so they've gone above Hartlepool, United. They're on the same number of points, but they've moved ahead via goal difference. Both of those two teams undefeated in their last five matches. They've also got Sutton United. So just to get that number one, only one person gets automatically promoted. So that also means for Notts County, they drop down to ninth. Haven't won in their last four matches. Now one point off Wrexham in the playoffs. But again, Chesterfield, Notts County, Eastleigh, all on 53 points. So all trying to push for those playoff places as well. 
So the ones to watch for the National League coming up, you've got Kingslin versus Stockport. Well, it's so huge because Kingslin at the moment are in those relegation places, not one in five, four losses out of those last five matches and um, still two points off Weymouth, but they have played an extra game in hand. And obviously Stockport are in fourth at the moment, trying to catch up with Sutton. There's a four-point gap between those guys and those second and third place who also will be going up as well. And as well in the National League, Hartlepool versus Chesterfield on Saturday. Well, Hartlepool, like I said, they're now second just on goal difference with Torquay as well and Chesterfield trying to get back into those playoff places but haven't won in four still got only a point to catch up with Wrexham as well who are in the playoffs as well as Bromley and Halifax Town as well so if Chester were to win then they'd make the way back in depending on the other fixtures they'd probably make their way back into those four five six seven playoff places as well Quickly, my Barnet of the week. Very simple this week. I watched him on Match of the Day, saw the highlights, and I thought, where is this Barnet coming from? It's getting bigger and bigger. And I'm going for Jordan Pickford. I might have mentioned him a few weeks ago. He used to have a bit of a shaved head, not much going on. But Pickford seems to be going for it now as goalie. We've seen Alisson rocking the facial hair and the slick back uh, hair as well with a bit of uh, hair products in there as well. But Jordan Pickford is definitely getting my Barnet of the week for... Um, yeah, growing his hair. It's getting longer and longer and I'm enjoying it. Right, that's it for this week. Being a slightly different format, very quick roundup of each league, noting the main ones, some of those teams, like I said, Watford going back up, Hull going back up. So next week, hopefully back to normal with myself and dad and we'll be doing some more football chants and rants with the plants next week. And we shall see you then.